Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Absolutely, uh, it's fantastic to see the improvements that we've been able to make. Uh, we hope to that it improves the offer. Uh, for people who want to visit Wexford and visit the Heritage Park, um, the facilities are now first class and have been. it's 25 years since they were upgraded and I think it was timely. And your own involvement in something like this, because you stepped away from council duties, but if anything you're, you're, you're even busier. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity maybe to put something back as well. Uh, so from that point of view... Um, uh, I enjoy it and I've also I took over chairmanship from my brother who had done it for 17 years so I'm in my third or fourth year now so um, yeah there's a certain pride in it as well we're all Wexford people at the end of the day From your own point of view the amount of work that's gone into it, the investment that's gone into it, the importance of this for uh, County Wexford as a tourist attraction well, uh, I think as, as Paul uh, Kelly said in his speech, as part of uh, the offering that is in Wexford now, that we have an offering now between walks and other sites um, such as the Hook um, and the Sh- New Ross Ship and um, Tintern Abbey, Johnstown Castle. We have all of these places now. Wexford is now a serious destination for anybody to come. Um, they won't be stuck for something to do um, and you could easily spend a week in Wexford and do something different every day and I think that's very important. You're not going to rest on your laurels uh, so obviously it plans for the future Adrian, have you? Well, we have some improvements to do. We Our biggest problem at the moment is car parking. We're very restricted in car parking. We're looking at how we might manage that. That would be the next thing we would hope to address. But there are issues in relation to the park. The type and nature of the sites we have requires constant investment. The thatching lasts on, on most of them 20, 25 years, and thatching is very expensive nowadays. So the constant maintenance is an issue, and it's a cost that has to be done, and it's it's. it's the primary objective is to keep those sites right. So anything we do, any further investment we do, has to set that as a priority. And listening to the keynote speeches, one of the things you mentioned was the spirit of volunteerism is needed here. You're looking for people to step forward and take on the journey that your brother took, that you took, that the likes of John Cuddy has taken. Um, you're looking for would-be directors. We'd love to see some people get involved. Um, the um, age profile of the board is quite high, um, to be kind and um, we'd like to see some uh, younger people get involved uh, and join us um, and become part of the organisation right, Well you have a chief executive here beside you who has got great vision and I'm sure you'd like to acknowledge that Absolutely and Liam's input into he, he, he came at a tough time as far as the development was concerned because it was halfway through it was also a uh, fair amount of slippage had occurred on the project and he whipped it around and we got to where we are uh, before the main season which was a lot of us down to Liam. Liam Dwyer this is uh, for you a special occasion as well what did you take on when you stepped in here because for people who haven't been here for quite a while it's, it's quite a transformation well, I suppose Alan the obvious thing to say is I've been training for this job for 32 years because this job is about telling stories we tell the story of 9,000 years of Irish history to the visitors that come to us from all over Ireland and all over the world so what better place than to have spent 32 years in South East Radio learning how to be a good storyteller and a capturer and have an understanding of customer service 
and it's just so gratifying to read the reviews of people when they visit the park. It is like, you know, people can, people are your best barometer of what you're doing and all the rest of it. You can think you're doing a great job, but the truth of the matter is, what do your visitors, what do your customers say? And I have to be honest with you, I'm bowled over by the reaction that we got, especially since we reopened our visitor centre here on the 3rd of July. I was explaining to people that we opened on the 3rd of July and we didn't say to anyone that this was brand new and bear with us and the toilet mightn't be flushing or the paint mightn't be finished. Now, it largely was, but there was a few snags. But we took the view, people are here on their holidays, they're here with their hard-earned cash, they need the best that we can give them. And I'm so proud of the team because we really pulled it out from the 3rd of July till the end of August. I, it was my first summer here, so I hadn't witnessed any of it. But you do a third of your business yeah. in two months, which for any business, like it would be phenomenal. But we have a great team of people, a great committed team of people, very interested directors as well. And uh, we have you know, people from all walks of life on the board and we're able to call on them for their expert uh, input into the park. Uh, it was interesting in Paul's speech he talked about the tourism triangle which is kind of essentially Dublin, Kilkenny, Cork and back up to Galway and back to Dublin well I suppose the job of Adrian and I is to make that triangle a square where we can bring them down the east coast before they head off and like I mean it's a beautiful offering here it's a special place when you see the park through the seasons and you see the enjoyment on children and people of all ages come to the park because it's flat there's 16 reconstructed sites there's something here for for, for everybody It's, it's full of nature full of history full of wildlife it's a really smashing spot just describe the interior and how it has transformed well i explained to people and maybe it, it, every if you come to the building at the moment you'll see no different because the footprint is the same but when you go inside everything has changed yeah. so it's basically uh, new flooring new walls uh, new insulation new windows uh, new aircon new electrics new plumbing yeah. new van- uh, toilet toilet taken on the buzzword sustainability uh, well uh, to be honest with you, I, I honestly think it that it's no longer a buzzword, Alan, because with the cost of electricity and the cost of everything, you really, it's now worth your while to have a well-insulated building and to have good windows and to have good plumbing and all the rest of it. But as well as that, people demand that. Like, I mean, people want to come into a building and if it's too warm, they want it cool and if it's too cold, they want it hotter and all the rest of it. And that's just the starting point, really. It's not, I mean, so, but I'm really proud. We have a fantastic product here today. Today is really about getting people of County Wexford into our restaurant and into our shop because we need that revenue stream to keep us going right. we say when when it quietens down a little bit and to be fair the park is open 361 it's not quite days today, it's no absolutely and the weather is a major part of it if uh, if i could ask the people of met Aaron to maybe really get those storms <laughs> right because like we can't afford a false alarm if the storm doesn't yeah. come because people yeah. people really listen to the weather and it's it's yeah. now there's people who love to come here on a misty day and on a, on a foggy day or on a cold day a brisk yeah. autumn walk in the park is absolutely lovely but we're really excited uh, about the, 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 the days and weeks ahead because uh, as Adrian says it's really about bringing this place uh, alive uh, with volunteers and, and, and even in the park we'd like to have people bring the park alive with reenactments and that's part of our plan going forward Paul, I remember Paul when he was in a different business closer to this one and it, uh, it, to be fair there was only one name who was ever uh, mentioned as being the person we needed to talk to in terms of inviting for our official launch and I'm really thrilled that Paul could be with us so I give you the Chief Executive of Fault Ireland, Mr Paul Kelly
Well, Paul, it's a pleasure to talk to you once again, and uh, I listened intently to your speech there, and I'm going to start, you, you expect me to start about uh, the Heritage Park, which I'm going to get onto, but you have to share with our listeners the story you told about your dad, who would be known the length and breadth of this county, and the summer days in Wexford. Yes, Alan, good afternoon, um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fantastic day here, the, the, the story you referred to was a story that I told about uh, back in the early 1980s on a scorching hot summer's day, when the town was, was, was empty and everyone was out in enjoying the beaches of Rosslare and Curraclough and, uh, and the story I said was how I thought God this is awful for business uh, running a shop uh, selling televisions and hi-fis and stuff as it was called back then uh, in, um, uh, on the main street in Wexford to which my father turned around and said uh, yeah it's the, the business is bad today son but, uh, but he said just wait till September because yeah. the sun is bringing the dubs down to Wexford yeah. and the, the chippers the guest houses the restaurants the pubs uh, the caravan parks they're all having a good summer and they'll all be in here with their money in September to spend it in our shop and and that to me I suppose at at the age of 14 or 15 was my first lesson in the value of tourism it's not just for tourism business the money that comes into tourism stays and circulates in local economies and gets around to all of the to all of the shops and to all of the businesses and uh, and in addition to that I suppose it's also about having you know tourism helping support brilliant facilities like we have here at National Irish Heritage Park and also that that locals can then enjoy that as well and enjoy the great coffee shop and restaurant that's just been uh, revamped yeah. here today so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic to see. Yeah you, you talked about your dad there and he had foresight and the people who built this park initially and I knew, I knew people were very doubtful about this as a park but now look at it uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, there's, this is a unique offering. You know, I don't think there's anywhere else in the country that tells that 9,000 years of history where it's got everything from, you can see everything from, you know, a, 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 a crano to a Viking hut. There's just so much here that people can see uh, across such a l- large range of history. And, you know, in terms of, so it's not, it's not the Irish National Heritage Park for no reason. You know, it's mm-hmm. not the Wexford Heritage Park. It's the Irish National Heritage Park. And it has that status because of the quality of what there is here. Uh, and in terms of that great experience and the job uh, that Liam and Adrian and all of their teams have overseen here in terms of revamping the reception centre you know makes the entry and the beginning of this experience now up to the standard of the rest of the experience and it's absolutely fantastic to see and it's that um, you know having that revenue from from the cup of coffee and from the food and from the retail is really really important to visitor attractions being able to being able to stay open and being able to sustain themselves so uh, yeah. I, so I want to congratulate them for and it's and it's you know between the, the Irish National Heritage Park team and Wexford County Council they've funded all of this um, and I just want to congratulate them on on, the, on being able to allocate that funding yeah. and doing the super job they did with it now while I have you here and, and thank you for linking in with us particularly during the pandemic in the dark days when people's spirits were so low and you, you always linked in with us but uh, you mentioned a number of points that I'd just like to briefly talk to you about first off, having been on holidays in Cork recently um, I went to Blarney, uh, I went to the home of Michael Collins, fabulous experiences the Blarney experience was, like, was fantastic but I came back and did the Johnstown experience and I'm, I know I'm going to wear the purple and gold here but Johnstown blew Blarney out of the water and I'm, that must be very heartening for Wexford people to see the developments going on in Johnstown and you have been there. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately it took me a long time to get there. I've been 
trying to get to Johnstown Castle since it's been revamped since the day it was opened uh, between Jigs and the Reels I only got there today and I have to say I was really blown away by it uh, I, as, as a kid I'd walked around the grounds so many times I'd never actually been inside the castle and today I got inside the castle and it's a fantastic job it's a fantastic tour the tunnel that's been that's been yeah. built now uh, the servants tunnel that's and the, the tour exit from the tour, the tour and they're volunteers and it is yeah. brilliant to see the fantastic team and I know I know Adrian and Liam talked about volunteers you know the volunteerism and, and Wexford is great for that from the from the opera festival yeah. right throughout the year yeah. Wexford is great for volunteerism and it's brilliant to see that and I encourage anyone to get involved okay. in that because I know that they'd be lost without the volunteers in Johnstown Castle between the, doing the gardens doing the tours etc so it's a it's a great tour it's a great experience the agricultural museum is fantastic in there they're, the walled gardens they're building uh, and, and it's developing and I think they've put in something like 3,000 plants I think if I got my number right there uh, flowers gone in there it is going it is it is fantastic already it's going to be even better so um, it is it's just uh, it is just on the big, very beginning of the journey of the potential okay. and the likes of the National Heritage Park and Johnstown Castle Hook Lighthouse and Brodie Famineship it is about creating that cluster of different things to see and do for yeah. people okay. to say it's worth me coming and spending a week in Wexford. We're going to finish off by just mentioning where we are at the moment, the National Heritage Park, and let you have the final word on this today. But you mentioned Colin Neville's Euro in the course of your speech as well and the importance of the Euro staying in Wexford. And then you mentioned about Monk Street and Wexford, where you're heading to next, and the roof. And I was fascinated to know what's the link with Fall to Ireland and this much talked about roof. Yeah, uh, we, we had a scheme, um, we've had a number of schemes uh, that, that we've provided funding to local authorities uh, and uh, outdoor dining schemes, destination town schemes, etc. And, and through that funding, um, you know, along with the investment of Wexford County Council, put in, but through that funding, Falch Ireland have been able to fund and support the development of Monk Street. And, and, and it, it, this is going to be the first roofed street in Ireland. Uh, it is going to be a significant attractor. It's going to create a really great all-weather, buzzy experience area. And this, this is, you know, there, there's places in, in other parts of the country that have, I think, Fremont Street in Las Vegas is famous for it. So, you know, we're taking some, some of the uh, best, exa- best world-class examples from around the world, and the first place we're doing that here in Ireland is on Monk Street in Wexford. And I think it's going to be fantastic in terms of the, uh, the, the, the story it's going to have, and people are going to come to Wexford just to see that. And finally, we finish as we started. We started with Adrian, and we'll finish with your good self. To the people who have made this dream become a reality down through the years and this wonderful new state-of-the-art uh, development, a million euros spent, that's, that is an investment. That, that, that is a huge investment, that, but, but much more than the money. It's the, it's the investment of time and passion and energy that everybody who's been involved over the, the uh, 30 to 40 years of this project, all of the past directors... Um, uh, you know, and, and all of the past staff and all of the current team, etc. You know, it, it, it is about building on, right. building on, uh, as I say, kind of standing on the shoulders of giants, building on, on right. great work and the great commitment that other people have done. So it's a real pleasure and a privilege for us in Falch, Ireland, right. to have great things like that that we can go out and tell the world about. I was a proud Wexford man, and I'm told you're a Shell Milliers man, so from Harrier <laughs> to Shell Milliers, I'll ask you the question that Liam Dwyer raised the point can you turn the triangle into a square? 
we, we we're, we're certainly uh, we're certainly making great progress on on doing that and pulling people down into the southeast and making sure that the southeast gets its fair share of uh, of it already gets its fair share of domestic tourism, making sure that it also gets its fair share of that overseas tourism uh, and pulling pulling those pulling those people off that golden triangle and down into this part of the country as well. well and I think we'll do that. You've come a long way since dancing at the Onyo game. <laughs> as, 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 as have you, Alan, but you're looking younger even now than you did then. <laughs> Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.